Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on the YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Plus, make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash survey. Old-fashioned football. This deal right now Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. This is J Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. And let me bring in my co host. Her name is Miranda. You can call her Mur. You can find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey Miranda. How are you doing today? I'm a mix of refreshed and tired today, which are two things that don't really go together. <laughs> so I guess that kind of sums up how I'm feeling. We just had an amazing weekend with family, though. We had our niece and nephew over this weekend. And while I'm always exhausted after we get to have them for a weekend, they really refresh and recharge me at the same time. I always just feel so, I don't know, I guess recharged and whole after we have them. (laughs) But at the same time, I never sleep when they're here. I'm a very heavy sleeper, as you can attest to. Yes. When... I have them when we have them over for a whole weekend. I every little thing wakes me up in the night. It's like I am not sleeping because I'm on high alert because we have little kids in the house and I don't know. It's just totally not my sleep style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely had a fun weekend. Yeah, and we went right from having the kids, spending some time with my parents, right into yesterday. We went out celebrate me getting older it was a big day it was your birthday uh, but i'm older i just can't i'm the years <laughs> just go so fast but um, well you're still young though so it's okay <laughs> but otherwise I'm, I'm good and i'm tired and i'm sure that's way more than you bargained for when you asked me how i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> no i got the whole story on why you are how you are love it um <laughs> Can't call yourself old. You got to remember, you're only eight years older than Stetson Bennett, a rookie who we're going to talk about a little bit later. So, eight years is a is a lot, Justin. I don't know how. Then a college do... graduate? I disagree. Yeah, that just means college was that long ago, <laughs> and I'm still like in that mindset ish ish. I, I feel like an adult. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it is all downhill from here. All right, you know what's not downhill though? We have officially launched. Our feed, our own feed. That's right. We are live well ahead of our 4-4 debut that we had planned. <laughs> Only a week ahead. Just a little premature. <laughs> but it's exciting. We yeah. officially have our own 
platform yes. for old-fashioned football. So within SGPN, you can still find us under SGPN's Fantasy Football Podcast. But old-fashioned football has its own podcast. Yeah, and if you're new here because you've stumbled across us or whatever, welcome, first of all, mm-hmm. welcome. We're a husband and wife rivalry <laughs> fantasy football wise anyways <laughs> we we rival each other in fantasy football um probably a little more than that than more than just fantasy yeah. football in life are we life I, rivals we're not life rivals but <laughs> if there is any competition we are yes. absolutely against each other <laughs> that is true um and we talk a lot of fantasy football fantasy football specialize i like to say we specialize in auction drafts auction yes. fantasy football leagues those are definitely our thing. Yeah, um, and uh, we bring the whiskey into it. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that makes it unique is we're drinking an old-fashioned. If you are of age and not needing to drive anywhere, we encourage you to drink an old-fashioned with us. <laughs> um, and then we're reviewing the whiskey. Try to give you, every week we try to give you a preview of what's coming next week. So We kind of suck at that sometimes. Yeah, we're trying to get better at it. But even if we aren't giving you a heads up on the next whiskey, which I don't know that we know what we're drinking next week, so Sometimes we're already we failing yeah. at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we review a whiskey each week while we drink in, old, in our old-fashioned, and we try it separately. Give I like to bring a lot of history on the whiskey yeah. and about the distillery. There are... Thousands, Justin. Yeah. Probably thousands of whiskeys out there. We have a lot to go. We have a lot to go. <laughs> We've done a little over 33. This is our 33rd episode, but a couple episodes we had more than one. We've had several where we've tried multiple. Yeah. Yeah. We so, did a whole Jameson episode and that was fun. Yeah, for sure. We were missing we were missing Jameson Black Barrel. Yes. Yeah. But, but yes. um some of our listeners have already asked how they can help support us now. You're thinking some of your listeners, you're a new show. We're not a new show. We've been on the SGPN Fantasy Football Channel. We just have our own feed now. Um, how are some ways that the listeners can help us? Subscribe. Subscribe yes. to our show. Whatever platform you're listening to us on, whether it's through Spotify or Apple, subscribe, download. Um, I think on Spotify, you can. it's just a star rating. Yep. On Apple, please leave us a review. Even if it's a horrible review, we can take it. <laughs> but leave us a review. I'll cry a Listen little bit. Us. I'll cry a little bit. Um, but definitely follow us, subscribe. Re- recommend us to your friends. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Spread the word. Yeah, <laughs> ask questions. Um, shoot us questions because while this podcast is fun for us to do, we want to build a fan base and bring you guys what you want to hear, whether it's fantasy football or whiskey. So that's a big one for me. Yes. And if there are certain guests, like in the off season, we're really trying to do more guests on the show, more interviews. So if there are people you'd like us to interview, whether it's football related or a distiller, because next week, we know we've already hinted at this before. We have a huge special guest, former NFL player, and nine-year veteran. The following week on 411, we have we're bringing on Savage and Cook, um, who we have already reviewed two of their whiskeys on our show. We did Burning Chair, the Hunter Proof version, yeah. and Bad Sweater. That one's actually that that Burning Chair. I'm trying to think. It's 120 some proof. It's okay, their, I was it's wrong. Their it, it's select. super yeah. like. Bam. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, so we're excited to have Savage and Cook with us. We'll have their master distiller on the show. 
And yeah, but if you have more, give us give us recommendations who you, who you want to hear, who you want us to have on. And of course, if you've listened to us before, you know that whiskey somehow is on our do not buy list <laughs> this year. We came together. We have a do not buy list. Whiskey is on it. We bought so much whiskey last year, but we came up with a loophole. Yes. If a listener suggests a whiskey that we don't have that you want us to review, we obviously will have to go out and buy it. Within reason. We're not going to go reason. buy Peppy Van Winkle's. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure, Justin? Are you I mean, Are you saying that <laughs> we can't go get Pappy? <laughs> um I would love to. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I don't think it's a financially good idea for us mm-hmm. to do that. Um, but yes, please recommend whiskeys because that means I can go buy them. We've already gotten several. I just yeah. like us to get more, and it's always fun when you're given a whiskey name you've not heard of or one you've wanted to try, and now we have a reason. Especially since we put this on our do not buy list, which or. If you really want, you can just send us whiskey. That's okay, too. We have had that happen. (laughs) Um. Anyway, we are just really excited for this new adventure with old-fashioned football. And, yeah, we are live now. Absolutely. And so, fantasy football-wise, today we're going to be talking about one headline in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're going to talk a little bit about rookie quarterbacks and their fantasy football values. But first... We just got done telling you that we drink whiskey. Miranda, what are we drinking today? (laughs) Well, today we are drinking Basil Hayden Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We've previously reviewed Basil Hayden's Red Wine Cask Finish, which was very good. If you haven't tried it, highly recommend you go try it. It's very unique. Very good. Um, But we just, we haven't done a review of their Straight Bourbon. And if you listened to us last week, you know that we reviewed Four Roses Single Barrel. Well... Anyway, yesterday while we were um, while we were out celebrating for my birthday, we ordered an old old fashioned at Eatery A downtown Des Moines, and it was made with both Four Roses and Basil Hayden bourbon. So yeah. I felt like it was only fitting that we bring you Basil Hayden this week, and more to come on that later on in the show. Yeah, I uh, I turned to Miranda and I said, "Did you see this has two whiskeys <laughs> in it?" And she says, "Yeah, I didn't know you could do that." There's no... And my mind was like blown because, <laughs> yes, we've gotten cocktails that have more than one whiskey in it before, but in Old Fashioned, I've just not had an Old Fashioned that had two different whiskeys. It was really good. It, it was, was good. It was basic in terms of Old Fashioned, you know, your your orange peel, your bitters, and two bourbons. Yeah. Well, there are no limits when it comes to whiskey. Uh, before we continue on, we need to give a shout out to some of our SGPN sponsors. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. Again, that's a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offers up just change. Terms and conditions at WinBet must be 20 or older and present in state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem, call 1 800 522 4700. 
Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at the stadium swim and watch the biggest golf tournament of in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. The Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for an entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sportsgamblingpodcast and tune in on Saturday. I am so bummed we're going to miss that. Now, obviously, I'm excited to hang out with my parents. Um, They're going to be celebrating your birthday, my birthday, and my dad's birthday, which, happy birthday, Dad. He's probably listening to this on his birthday because he'll probably listen tomorrow. So, happy birthday, Dad. Um, Look at all of us squeezing in our birthdays in the same week. Right? But that'll be be fun um, for anybody that can join, watch the final four games. I'm now rooting for Florida Atlantic because why not? Miranda, before we continue, um, we had a uh, we had somebody listening to us, a fan who's specifically a fan of yours. Which I mean, everybody I talk to, they they do admit <laughs> I that have fans. Yeah, you're the star of the show, and that's okay. Now this this person said they would do this if they remained anonymous. I don't know why. That's just what they said. But you mentioned something on the podcast last week. Okay. They had something, and they thought you had to have it. I mentioned something last week. Yes. And they had and an it. anonymous listener had something in their house that they said that they really they didn't have a use for it. It's just sitting around and they thought you would get more enjoyment out of it. Now a a random listener well, sent me something? Yeah. Yeah. A random listener. And we're random, doing a live I mean, react. I'm not saying that they're random, but I'm just saying <laughs> Just reach in the top there. I, I have it mostly unwrapped. Oh my god. <laughs> And tell them what it is. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Um, it is the bottle of Four Roses, <laughs> that like vintage bottle that. Okay. Somebody oh knew exactly god. what you were talking about. They had it. They said, "I feel like she needs this more than I do." This is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't get to know who sent this. That it was one of their stipulations. Okay. Well, whoever sent this to me, thank you so much. <laughs> So, um, if you didn't listen to us last week, like I said earlier, we reviewed Four Roses Single Barrel, and I always love to provide background information on the whiskey and this distillery, and on fourrosesbourbon.com, if you go into, like, their story and their history, there is this, a picture of this gorgeous old bottle of Four Roses back when... Like, right now, like, Four Roses will have their Four Roses, like, kind of on the bottle and then a big label. Well, back in the day, it was a brown bottle with roses in the glass all over it and a smaller label. And this, I cannot believe somebody sent this to me. Now, I looked at the label. Read it. Read it out loud. Four Roses Whiskey. A blend. Can you read it without your glasses? Yeah. (laughs) You be quiet. (laughs) Okay. It's... An alcoholic stimulant made from the fermented mash of grain. An alcoholic stimulant. stimulant. This is like back in the day <laughs> when the doctor would prescribe you whiskey. Be like, oh, you're having trouble getting up and working on the farm in the morning? Here, go ahead and take one shot of this and it'll get you going. It'll stimulate you. <laughs> it also says, okay, this blended whiskey is composed of whiskeys made from grain and contains whiskey not aged 
for four years as required by USP. Interesting. Not age for four years as required. <laughs> so I need to figure out what this means. Four roses why. cut in corners. <laughs> this is only as age two years. This is amazing. So huge thank you. I know I don't know who sent this to me. I am surprised. I knew you would be. And this is amazing, and thank you. Yes, very cool. Thank you for sending that. Um, and I will keep your secret safe. So, anyways. Keeping secrets from me, Justin. I have already <laughs> um, gotten rid of the label and everything. You will never know. You did. I did. <laughs> I I had to make a promise, so I made the promise. Well, that, that's amazing. I am shocked. I can tell. <laughs> No, that's awesome. It's very cool. Very cool. It'll look neat al- along your uh, your bar decor stuff that you have. Or on our also, bar downs. Or it will look good in my office where I have a bottle of Weller. Well, that's what I meant, your bar decor my... stuff. By bar decor, I meant your whiskeys. It's decor. <laughs> that is my whiskey in my office. for the. <laughs> yes, Miranda has certain bottles in her office. And I go, you're keeping that in your office? She says, that's mine. I said, what if I want some? Well, you have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle of Weller was given to me from my boss's boss's boss. Yes. Well. And that belongs in my office. All right. Well, I'm going to start hoarding the bottles and I'm given. And my Oceans Asia at Sea <laughs> belongs in my office. What else is in there? A bottle that I have not yet disclosed to somebody that I found yet, and I was going to tell them. A bottle of Blanton's. Yeah. Because I found it's it. It's not yours. It is mine. It's I ours. discovered it. <laughs> it's, I discovered it here in small town Winterset for like less than half the price of what I've seen it in right. Des Moines. Oh, yeah. Much less. <laughs> yeah. So why would I not buy that? And I get in the car and I'm like, Justin, you won't believe what I found. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a surprise. Yeah. Well, that's in my office. It belongs on my nice whiskey tray. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All righty. Shall we continue? Now that the surprise is over, I've been sitting on that since it arrived. And like, man, I just want to give this to her now. But... I am so surprised. And that's amazing. And again, thank you to the anonymous listener who has gifted me with this amazing bottle. (laughs) All right. I guess now we should get on the subject of quarterbacks. Not a rookie, as we're going to get into here, but Lamar Jackson. Yes. He has requested a trade from the Ravens since they can't reach an agreement. Yeah. Do you First of all, do you think that request is justified? Like, does he deserve to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league? Mm. Well, Justin... Fantasy wise, which I realize has no impact on his NFL contract, but Lamar didn't even finish in the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, which was, I feel like a shock for many since he was one of the top ranked going into the 2022 season when we were doing our fantasy drafts. Yeah. Yeah. So I have this news that I sent you earlier. I don't know if you saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, this is from Stephen Holder, who was reporting from some of the uh, Combine, I believe. But regardless of what the Colts or anyone else might love about Lamar Jackson, the very clear stance from people here at the owner, oh, sorry, the owners' meeting I've talked to is that whatever contract demands he is currently making are absolutely a non-starter. Um, to me, that means nobody's interested in his asking price. Mm-hmm. He's asking for too much. Yes. Just to give you some stats on him from this last season, he threw for 2,242 yards, 17 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Now, those yards are just his 
passing yards. Um, because he is a, a rushing quarterback, which does add value fantasy wise to him. However, he was also injured from weeks 14 through 18 and missed their wild card game yeah. in the playoffs. This is not his first injury. No. In his career, he has had six major injuries. One of those being when he was in college. But then starting in 2020, he had an injury that season to his knee, causing him to miss time. And then that same season, he missed an early 2021 game due to a concussion. In the 2021 season, he had a back injury in practice earlier in the season and then a grade two ankle sprain missing weeks 15 through 18. That then, like I said, this past season injured weeks 14 through 18, he suffered another knee injury with a PCL sprain that had him out rest of the season and into the playoffs. That's back to back years with major injuries. Yeah. With him being out. That is an injury prone player. We have three years in a row where he's had to miss times. Six major injuries throughout your career and three years in a row missing time. It's not a good look. Right. And that's not even counting the game that he had to poop during and left the field to poop. Um, Are you serious? What? (laughs) What? Well, there was a game where he kind of walked awkwardly. Um, Did you show me this? Yeah. I think I remember this clip now. Did you show me a clip? He walked awkwardly to the... uh, the uh, locker room and it was during the game and it definitely looked like a, oh my gosh, I got a poop walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, having a stomach issue, Justin is not an injury. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but then he came back. It hits you. You can't control when you got to go. <laughs> he was very adamant that he did not have to poop. He even tweeted about that. Um, what was he doing? <laughs> exactly. Real quick, before we continue, I want to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness college pick It is a great way to get in the action, especially if your bracket is busted, which with four teams left, I think we all have busted brackets. I don't think very few people had San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic as one of their final four matchups. But plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games are going to have NFL stuff when that starts as well. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Sorry, I had to give them a shout out real quick. I also um, have a tangent to go on really fast. I apologize. Oh, you're Speaking fine. of March tangent Madness away. and our brackets, <laughs> I freaking lost to your mom again. <laughs> I know. You, you lost to your dad. We we suck at March Madness. Yes, I texted them in a group text with us all, and I said, well, I guess the old Marks won this round. <laughs> the old Marks. Way to go, Justin. I know. Um, but I feel like I could have got away with something here because your mom thought she lost to me. Yeah, she thought she was done. She wasn't. But I am the, <laughs> the scorekeeper, and yeah, she was not. I did the worst, which mm-hmm. I probably watch. I mean, not probably. I do watch the most or keep up the most with college basketball out of all of us. It was just a crazy year. It was, and it, it was fun. It was fun. I Even though I have lost, this is is this my third year in a row losing to your mom? Yes. I believe that's correct. It is. I We've been doing this for competition with your parents for three years. Yes. Um, where it's just us, and we compete. And the winner gets a bottle of whiskey, whiskey. or wine or whatever of their choosing. Um, I have lost to your mom every single year now. 
Yes. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> and this is the first year that my dad beat me. Usually I kind of, mm-hmm. no offense, Wait, dad, but I kind of like cream him. We swap bottles in households. <laughs> right. This year we have to pony up two bottles. So we're going to see them this weekend and we got to figure out we what we need some. to get them. Yeah, for sure. So. Anyways, back to Lamar. Um, <laughs> I guess let's circle we, back to football, which right. is why we're here. Yeah, back to Lamar. Fantasy football wise, do we like this? Because if he doesn't get traded. He'll probably play unhappy all year, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe not at all. I mean, we did see Le'Veon Bell sit out an entire season. We're seeing with because these he players wasn't getting who want these crazy contracts mm-hmm. or who feel like, I don't want to say people overvalue themselves, but they overvalue themselves. <laughs> and then they end up sitting out. And I think it's crazy that we keep seeing this year after year. Um, He's also representing himself. Yes, which we... That's had some negative yeah. kind of things in the league the um, owners don't like it you got to understand most of the owners of these teams are old and they're old school and they don't want some guy representing themselves coming to them they want the agent that they're used to working with with different players because you know the, most agents have multiple different players they they know how it goes they want that guy approaching them saying okay here's what we offer you know and all that the players aren't doing that and I think it rubs them the wrong way. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, if if he does get traded, there's also questions on like, so if you look at his rushing stats, because you alluded to the fact that he's yes. a running quarterback. I, I'm not going to spout him all out here, but in the five years with the Ravens, he's been a third of their rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've 2018, been one of the- 2019, 2020, 2021, and last year. Five years in a row, averaging 30%. Yeah, and that's not, oh, the Ravens couldn't run the ball. They've finished second, first, first, third, and second in the NFL in rushing yards. They're a rushing team. Mm-hmm. So if he goes to a different team. That's not a rushing team. I don't know if he gets utilized That isn't the same. set up to have a rushing quarterback or yeah. rely on the quarterback to be a third of the team's rushing yards. Right, yeah. I don't know that he's going to go to another team and contribute that much. And fantasy-wise... That's where a lot of points come in from him. Oh, for sure. And also, I'd like to point out two major knee injuries to a rushing quarterback. Right. Well, that's one of the reasons I think he is getting injury prone because Mm -hmm. he does run the ball a lot. So he is taking more hits. He's not just dropping back and throwing the ball. He's running and taking hits, getting tackled because he is an aggressive runner. He's not sliding. How old is Lamar? Um, this This is his fifth year. So he's probably 26 or 7. Oh, gosh, they're so he's young. 27. I used to think football players were so old, and now I'm I know, old and right? young. <laughs> I know. Because I was going to compare him to you, but he's still in his 20s, so he heals differently. He's 26, and thank you very much for that. <laughs> I was going to compare him to you, but you're old as shit, and he's young. Well, you tore your meniscus, which I know isn't a PCL. What is a PCL? Partially tore. PCL is in the knee. Yeah, I know it's in the knee. Yeah. I know it's in the knee, but I don't know. I can't remember what that stands for or what that exactly. Yeah. A sprain. He had a sprain though. Yeah. But I know like from you when you tore your meniscus. Partially. Par- partially. <laughs> listen to you. Partially. When you partially tore your meniscus, if you must correct me over and over, which I would do the same to you. Um, <laughs> it took you a while to heal from that. Yeah. No, you feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, still feel it on some cold mornings in Iowa <laughs> <laughs> out there. Shoveling, it's like, oh, I feel that. <laughs> I you feel do? like that's you all injuries. You still feel it? Oh, yeah. All my injuries, you still feel them a little bit. Which, yeah. I was just telling, 
I was just telling Nick and Kate and Josh and Haley I, when we were out to dinner the other night. I was telling them, "You've been injured half of our marriage." <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's exhausting. Could you just stay in one piece? Because you're not a pro athlete. I don't know if you know this, but you're not out there. But what if I was? Yeah, you're not an athlete. <laughs> anyway, I feel like that's gotta like his injury history, specifically the injuries he's had. If he leaves the Ravens, which were an offense built for him, like that, that offense is perfect for him. Yeah. I don't know how that affects his fantasy value. I don't know that we're gonna see those same numbers. And then again, like you said, if he stays, is he going to be happy? Is he going to produce? So are you buying or selling? I think now is a time to sell when people, I feel like there's going to be people looking for him. If, if yeah. You know what I mean? Like to get that. Still a big name. Yes. A very. Um, and when there's potential when you don't know and player, like just for example, Russell Wilson, <laughs> when he, <laughs> he left the Seahawks to, to go to Denver not an injury-prone player, but there's just – it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. And we saw people want to pay a lot to get him going to another team where they were insistent that he was going to be the best, and he wasn't. I think it's a good time if you have Lamar Jackson to get what you can out of him, out of a trade, or however it is working in your league, whether that you're trading for draft picks, whether you're just trading keepers with somebody, however you're going to do it. Yeah. I think I would I'm I'm selling. Yeah. And if I drafted him for the money I saw him go for last season, I'm dropping him right. to see what I could get him for. Yeah. See if you can get him at a mm-hmm. discount next I'm not auction. keeping him at the price. I don't I shouldn't quote this because I don't know what pr- I can't remember what price he went for last year and I don't have that information I think at it was the ready. Above 20. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not going to keep him at that dollar amount. Yeah, no, I'm definitely on the sell right now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, unless somebody's panicking and you get him for really cheap, I'm selling him. You know, um, I would consider him if it was mm-hmm. a cheap price because he is still Lamar Jackson. But for the most part, I'm, I'm selling. I'm selling unless it's a really good deal uh, as far as cheap price. But get rid of him. I'm not contracting him either. I, I need to see how the situation plays out. We're on the same page there. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's, it's rare that we're on the same page, but it, at least it means either we're both right or we're both wrong rather than somebody being able to rub it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get on to some of these rookie quarterbacks? We're going to talk about five of them. Yeah. And I think let's start at the top with who we think is going to be taken first. Yeah. CJ Stroud from Ohio State. I feel like, you know, we've talked about him. Not on the show. We've, but we've discussed no, we've, him. We've had, yeah, and conversations. Yeah, we think he's probably going to be one of the first picks of the draft. Now, the Panthers have the first pick of the 2023 draft. Yes, thank you, Panthers, for the load of stuff you gave us for that. Yes, the farm. <laughs> the farm, the RV. The Mercedes or the Ferrari, whatever I said. The they tractor. sold it all <laughs> in the tractor. <laughs> okay, anyway. There's a possibility he gets drafted by the Panthers. The Panthers have Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Hayden Hurst. In the um, backfield, there's Miles Sanders. This is a situation where a rookie could come in and succeed. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not thinking like turn the team around, but he could definitely have success. So CJ Stroud, unlike Justin Fields, he's a pure pocket passer. You're not going to get a lot of rushing upside from him. 
but he does have a very accurate arm, and he is a good quarterback. I mean, this is a guy that was a two-time Heisman finalist. He does have two more years of college eligibility. Yeah, true. But he is entering the draft. Yep, interesting there. A six foot three, two fourteen, big guy, big guy. His college stats. Let's talk about those real quick. He has a twenty-one and four career. A 69.3 completion percentage. So far in his two years, 7,775 yards, 81 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 68, 81 touchdowns? Yeah. Jesus. 68 <laughs> rushes for 105 yards and one rushing touchdown. So he does rush. Not much. Though. A, I mean, that's like less 1%, than two yards, 2%? A, less than <laughs> two know. yards a carry. So, yeah. doesn't run a lot. Yeah, is he draftable, Justin? So CJ Stroud, especially if the Panthers get him, he's likely the day one starter, right? Mm-hmm. So you can bank on that. Um, definitely a guy in dynasty keeper leagues that you want to go after because I think mm-hmm. they're going to continue to build around him. Whoever drafts him, really, uh, but I think he has dra- value in redraft as well. Do you, is this a situation where you get him for a dollar like you got Justin Fields and you put him on your bench till you know what he's doing and you have yeah. a dynasty quarterback? Yeah, I yeah, I mean if he goes for a dollar, there's a lot of mm-hmm. hype around Stroud. Yeah. And we live in Iowa, so we play with a lot of people that watch the Big 10, so mm-hmm. they're going to be familiar with the Ohio State So basically gunslinger. in our drafts, we're not going to get CJ Stroud <laughs> for a deal because there's just this bias when we play with our college friends yeah. or anything like that. Any Iowa players, like Brock Purdy, you're not getting him cheap. Whether the value is there or not, it doesn't make sense in our drafts because people bid our Iowa players up. So I think Brock Purdy went for $7, and he was not the starter. Brees Hall. Yeah, he went for a lot. Though I do think that was a little warranted. But, um, yeah. Quarterback, rookie quarterbacks, they're not going to soar price-wise like a running back would, but they still could get up there. Um, me, personally, I would say if he's $10 and under, I would I would go for him. I would pay up to $10 for C.J. Stroud because I think, and of course it does depend where he gets drafted. It depends. That's a huge factor. Yeah, but I think the if Panthers he goes to will take him. a team that doesn't have a... Like the Texans. Yeah, I was, the Texans, the Panthers... The, the Colts, Colts make it. Yeah, they're the fourth pick. They're the, the fourth pick. They don't have a quarterback right now. There's another team, isn't there? Anyway, those three teams. Yeah, so for me, $10. I'd pay up to $10, I think, for C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud, especially in a keeper league because he's he's going to be a guy that they build around. And he showed that he could have success in college. I think he's going to have success in the NFL, even if it takes a bit. I think he'll get there. Okay, all right. C.J. Stroud, someone to look out for. Bryce Young from Alabama. Yeah. He is another Heisman Trophy winner from 2021. And he played behind Mac Jones until 2021. Yeah. He's one of the smaller quarterbacks to enter the draft in the modern era. There's a lot of talk about that. He's 5'10", 194 pounds. Jeez. That concerns me. Because if you think about the big NFL bodies. He's shorter than you. Yeah, he's shorter than me. Um, especially going to a team, I think the not Texans. Not that you're short, sorry. Right, no. I just wanted but to clarify. Still, <laughs> still, I'm not, you don't look at me and think, oh, that guy's tall enough to play in the NFL at quarterback because usually they're <laughs> taller. But yeah, five foot ten, 194 pounds. I, I, I'm concerned whether he can take repeated hits. 
Um, and I'm also, I don't know if Alabama gets players necessarily ready. I don't know if they get quarterbacks ready because their system flows so well that I think you can be a mediocre mediocre quarterback a la Mac Jones mm-hmm. and look really good. But in the NFL, he's he's just been eh. Yeah. Well, let's get into his college stats yeah. from what he's done so far. In his career, he is 23 and 4, a 65.8% completion rate, 8,356 yards, 80 touch, another 80 touch, <laughs> but he's played longer. And you, no, really? Two years. Two years. He hasn't played longer. I take that back. (laughs) 80 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 139 carries for 162 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So big numbers. But again, Alabama's system, especially Mm -hmm. when they're playing against the little guys, you know, he had some five, six touchdown passing games against nobodies. Yes. Um, I just, I think he's going to struggle. Especially in year one, I think he goes to the Texans. So we're kind of doing this in draft order that we think they'll be drafted. So CJ Stroud, he, number one, number he's two. He's the to, number two quarterback that gets drafted. I think so. And the Texans have the next. Which pick. keep your eyes out. Um, SportsGallingPodcast.com. Um, I have been asked to release a seven round mock draft, a full mock. So I will be doing that um, probably next week. But yeah, this is exactly how I would do it. Stroud, number one. Bryce Young, number two, to the Texans. Yeah, I think he's going to struggle a little. So, fantasy-wise, draftable. I might take a flyer on him if it's... He's not going to be... I'm not going to throw away my quarterback budget on him. No. I wouldn't spend up to $10 for Bryce Young. Five, maybe? Maybe five? Even that might be a little high for me. And again, to be this is all dependent on where he actually goes. Of course, yeah. I um, think I think if he goes to the Colts, I think if he goes to the Colts, he finds more success. But some more proven receivers there with the Texans. I feel it's hard to say what their receiver room ends up looking like. Yeah, agreed. They have young running back Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. who's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Like we said, I think maybe a flyer. Yep. All right. Who's our third guy here? We have Anthony Richardson from Florida. (laughs) He left. (laughs) Well, this guy, it's interesting because he's been described as the best quarterback athlete prospect, not just not necessarily based on his arm, but based on athleticism to hit the draft ever. Now, I think Justin Fields myself would have something to say about that, but but he's also been described as this guy that is a terrible passer. So it's it's really it's really weird based on who you talk to. He he has an elite rushing ability. Yes, yeah. And he okay, so not 5'10. He's six no. four, two hundred and thirty-two pounds. And in his college career, he has a six and seven record. Yeah, just one which, year of starting. Basically. Isn't a winning record. <laughs> no, he only started. Um, but he only he started one game in 2021. Right. Yeah. Um, started all of 2022. He has a 54.7 completion percentage, which is not very good. I, and I think that's why people are nervous about him being able to succeed in the NFL. That's like 50 50. 50 50. It makes it to you. 50 50. It doesn't. <laughs> um, but with his career. 3,105 passing yards, 24 passing touchdowns. This is a lot less than our, like, if you take our, the 
CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, yeah. over 80 touchdowns in two years. That's over 40 touchdowns a year. And here he's at with 24. Right. Yeah. So with that 24, over half of them, or he's had over half of that amount of touchdowns and interceptions. Right. <laughs> 15 interceptions, 161 rushes for 1116 rushing yards and 12 rushing touchdowns. So I guess he brought half of his. Yeah, so that's you know, a lot of rushing that yards is a lot. from a quarterback. Which, like I said, he has this elite rushing ability. Yeah. So he's going to be, if he, when he gets drafted, he's going to be a rushing quarterback. Yeah, and there was a lot of hubbub mm-hmm. about his combine performance. Mm-hmm. But at a combine, you're sitting there just throwing the ball to receivers while you're not getting rushed by any passers. Or you have to look at the college game tape when he's in actual games. Yeah, if he's throwing 50, under pressure. Yeah, if he's throwing fifty four point seven percent completion rate to a college defense, how's he going to match up against a NFL defense? With guys that are more talented, grown-ass dudes mm-hmm. that are coming after you. Interesting thing, I saw fewest touchdown passes thrown by first-round quarterback since 2000 because despite all this, he is still projected to be a first-round draft pick. He's, um, he's only played one year. Let's just get this out there. He right. only has one year of experience in you know, college football. You know who else had one year of experience? Who? Mitch Trubisky. See how that turned out? Okay. <laughs> Not good. Right. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> yeah. So fewest touchdown passes thrown by first round quarterback since 2000. Michael Vick with 21. Anthony Richardson with 24. Then there's Trey Lance with 30. Cam Newton with 30. Blaine Gabbert with 40. The only guy who really, I guess, had a long successful career there was Michael Vick. So, and yeah. this guy, despite being extremely athletic Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm ready to say he's michael vick no so let's take a look at this for drafting in this upcoming season if you're in a redraft league i feel like it's safe to say to stay away from him because i think he needs at least a year he's a project maybe a couple before he's ready to start right agreed and i'm not taking him as my quarterback even if he is starting there are better options out there if you're in a redraft league Agreed. In a dynasty keeper type league, Justin, what do you think? So I still really want to see. I I think I'm still waiting, but he's a guy that I'm targeting towards the end of the year of picking up mm-hmm. and keeping him for the next year. I agree with you. I think he's going to sit at least a year, maybe two even. I'm trying to think of guy like a good place where he would fit. Now I think the Colts are going to end up drafting him. Mm-hmm. Um. If they're but, drafting somebody who's not ready to start, though. Well, they did sign. Now, I don't think Gardner Minshew is the answer, but he they is, do have Gardner he Minshew. He is not the answer. <laughs> Here's an interesting place for him. Las Vegas. They have Jimmy G for the next two years. That is an interesting place. A polarizing quarterback, but is very athletic. Could help turn the franchise around if he can get Poor to Jimmy competing G. on the NFL He never level. stays starting for very long. <laughs> he really doesn't. <laughs> Um, that would be an interesting mm-hmm. one. That I, would be. I might have to think about that for I, my... Because the Colts need, they need that starter. Minshew is not their answer. And if he is, then I'll eat my words. But <laughs> he's not their answer. You're like, if he is the answer, I don't know what the question is. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Because I didn't, I didn't answer it. So yeah, I'm, I, I don't think I'm buying in on Anthony Richardson. Could prove me wrong. He's, a, he is a very athletic dude. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Those, and I just want to throw those rushing quarterbacks are exciting. Yeah, oh, for sure. They lead to fantasy points. Right. Look at Jay Fields, top 10 quarterback. I 
I don't know. In a dynasty league too, like I know you're like, oh, you're thinking about picking him up at towards the end of the year. Well, so am I, Justin. Oh, so I might not get him. You might not. If he's worth a dollar, stash on your bench if you have the room. True, if you have the room. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> I guess that's a good point. We're gonna be, be fighting you. I know. for a couple dollars Throwing over punches Anthony Richardson. In a, we're, we're months away from <laughs> <laughs> fantasy football season. Anyway, number four on our list is Will Levis from Kentucky. Yeah. He was originally at Penn State, transferred to Kentucky. He is 6'3", 231 pounds, a little shorter, a pound lighter than um, Anthony Richardson. He is kind of the middle guy. I don't know how to say it. He's not a CJ Stroud, but he is probably ahead of Anthony Richardson, even though he's number four on our list as far as potentially becoming a starter right away. This is the guy I think the Colts take. For your... Want to bet some money on it? Well, who do you think they're going to take? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know let's, let's continue here. <laughs> um, these are all possibilities, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But these are the guys that we think are going to go first at quarterback. The first four, yeah. Not mm-hmm. the last one. The last one we're talking about just for fun, but yeah. Yes. So anyway, to give you some of his college stats, he has an 18-8 and eight record. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> not the best, but... Um, Better than six and seven. Better than six and seven. He has a 64.9 completion percentage, and he has 5,876 yards, 46 touchdowns, 25 interceptions, 312 rushes for 742 yards, and 17 rushing touchdowns. He's another rusher. Yeah, at least better than the other ones, for sure. Do you find him fantasy football draftable? This is the one that it depends the most on his landing spot. Because if he lands on a team that has a current starter, I don't think he's worth drafting. But if it looks like he may be the starter, let's say the Texans surprise us and they take him, then I think he's worth a flyer. I wouldn't spend a ton of your budget on him. But um, Texans or Colts, I think one of those two teams, I think are going to end up with Will Levis. And I would I would do a little bit on him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. I, I want to point out something. Let's take us back a couple of years to when Mitch Trubisky... And Patrick Mahomes. Gosh, why why do I have to relive this all the time? <laughs> We're your top quarterbacks for the draft. <clears throat> and the Bears get up for their pick. And they have... They trade up for their pick. Even, they, we but. trade up for our pick. Pressure's on us. We're trading up for our pick. It's exciting. We just traded up in the draft. We're going to get a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is available. Patrick Mahomes is now the top quarterback of the NFL, fantasy-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top ranked. And the top I, I I would say he's elite. He is the guy. We choose Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I don't know if we would have made Patrick, if the Bears would have made Patrick Mahomes what he is today. or if Patrick, Well, Patrick Mahomes, he, it doesn't matter. We've seen his wide receivers rotate. And everything. He is the guy. It's interesting because, uh, just side note, when mm-hmm. we got up there, I was crossing my fingers for Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. Um, hindsight, with how that has gone, I'm glad we didn't. Yes, but we but, still, it's just like to think about it after the fact, we had an option to have a Mahomes. Yeah. To have, not a Mahomes, to have Mahomes. And we went the Mitch Trubisky route. You don't know what teams are thinking of these guys. Right. These are like our... Are four right now that we think are going to go in the draft. They make sense. They're the ones that make sense to go. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's the better way to put it. They make sense to go. Yeah. No, I agree. I wanted to talk about one more. Yeah. Give us our number five. Stetson Bennett from Stetson Georgia. Stetson Bennett. Now, this is really going to bring our podcast full circle because he's probably going to have no value at all. But <laughs> hear me out. Talking to a Georgia fan who's a good friend of ours, Josh Thompson. Mm-hmm. Who we had dinner with on yes. birthday. And we were talking about this. I asked, you know, what what do you think? He's gonna is he gonna get drafted? Is he gonna be a career backup? Which he did say there's a chance he's gonna be a career backup, but then he also said, you know, Baker Mayfield's still getting an opportunity, so why not? Stetson <laughs> Bennett. So Josh told me he thinks there's a good chance that the Ravens draft Stetson around the fifth round. Seems very random, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Ravens' new offensive coordinator is Todd Monken. You're asking, who's Todd Monken? Well, he's the former offensive coordinator for Georgia. This is a guy who's worked with Stets in the past two years, knows his pros, knows his cons, and do we trust Lamar? What if he gets traded? What if he doesn't play? He They draft Stetson Bennett. Maybe Stetson Bennett's the guy in line after Lamar, mm-hmm. a guy that the offensive coordinator knows. It's a really interesting theory. It is. It's because he has that, like, you know, he pays attention when you, you know, him being such a Georgia fan. We got we to gotta get Josh on the we show to talk on. about Georgia he and the SEC. He is so, he's all college football. Yes. he And he knows those Georgia guys so well. Um, now, Stetson Bennett is an old rookie. He's 25 years mm-hmm. old. He, <laughs> That's I, not really old, but yes. Old for a rookie. <laughs> um, so there is that. But still, he's coming out of college more mature. He's a hard worker. What was his college stats like? Do you have those handy? He, well, before I get into all of that, he was back-to-back national championships in 2022 and 2023. Yeah. He's a two-time CFP national championship offensive MVP. Yep. He played a few games in 2020 as well. Ended his college career with a 29-3 and record, which I find impressive. Pretty good. 65% <laughs> completion rate, 8,429 yards, 66 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, 141 carries, 530 rushing yards, 14 rushing touchdowns. He's not the quickest scrambler, but he can run when he needs to. Yeah. He is shorter at 5'11 and 192 pounds. So an NFL team would probably want him to bulk up a little. Draftable in fantasy football? I'm going to go ahead and answer that question for you, Justin, and say probably not. But I think this is an interesting take. Yeah. An opinion and, like, insight there. Um, If if, we'll have to see what happens. Right. So I know some dynasty drafts, they start already before guys are drafted. Mm -hmm. If you're in a super flex league, Stetson Bennett might be worth, like, your last pick. Yeah. Just take your last pick on Stetson Bennett and maybe things fall in place to where that pays off as being one of the steals. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. definitely an interesting theory, though. I'm very intrigued by that after talking with Josh. Yes. Good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should Should we get to whiskey? My old fashioned is... Mine's pretty low. Dwindling? Yeah. Would you like to comment on how good your old fashioned is today? Um, with the eyes you're giving me, yes, I would like to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's very good. Um, Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Just if you are new, if you're joining us for the first time, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. Now's the part part where we get around to reviewing this whiskey. We've been drinking our old fashions, and I think I might have less than you. No, so No, you don't. Well, I got a bigger glass. It's hard to tell. No, you don't. We just race chugged. Mine's gone. <laughs> 
But anyways, tell us about Basil Hayden. As Justin just said, and as we mentioned earlier, we've been drinking our old fashions with Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, which was crafted in 1992 by Booker No as part of the small batch collection. Basil Hayden introduced a more subtle side of bourbon compared to its counterparts. And it's inspired all the way back to 1796 when Basil Hayden Sr. began distilling his smooth bourbon in Kentucky. Currently, like today, they still make their bourbon using that same skill and care that made it a favorite back in the day. Um, Something that makes it a little more different is it's made with more rye than a traditional bourbon, and it is artfully aged in hillside rack houses, and they bottle it at 80 proof. I know we've said this over and over, and I have really learned through doing this podcast with you, Justin, have learned how much I like rye. Yeah. I like Basil Hayden a lot, their mm-hmm. bourbon. It is a more rye bourbon, and it makes sense to me. I, I never knew that I was a rye whiskey gal. If you want to call me that, um, I until do. <laughs> until we started trying all these different whiskeys, I've usually stayed to normal like what bourbon normally is um, crafted with with corn. You know, more corn and yeah. not rye. Right. <laughs> um, but some of these bourbons that have rye in them, I really love, and I find out when I'm looking into them. Oh, well, they're made with rye. So anyway. So book it's made by Booker No, you said. Yes. Which makes Booker's bourbon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Crafted in Cra- 1982 yeah. by him. All right. Yeah. I, di- I guess I didn't know they were made by the same maker or crafted by the same mm-hmm. person, so that's interesting. Like I said earlier, we've tried their wine cask um, finished, yeah. red wine cask finished whiskey, and it, it's very good. This is our second bottle we've had at Basil Hayden, so we obviously like it. We just opened it today, too, because yeah. we bought it for future. We bought it for future use because mm-hmm. we knew we would drink it. Yes. But um, I also, it's it wouldn't be a review without reviewing the bottle. You might recognize Basil Hayden's by their copper and metal like band that goes around the bottle. Band like is, a, a I was going to say their strap. <laughs> I feel like band, it's more like a yeah. belt. The bottle yeah. has a belt. You can make a bracelet out of that after we're done with the bottle. It's a little big for a bracelet. <laughs> Not for my <laughs> big wrist. <laughs> um, yeah. Justin, do you want to take over and give us our flavor profile while I try it neat? I do. Why don't you go ahead and sniff it? Because you're supposed to smell charred oak and sweet notes of vanilla and caramel with hints of dried fruit. Vanilla. I smell sweet vanilla. Do you? I, mm-hmm. I get oak. I'm not as refined mm. as you are, but I get Swish, a lot of oak. Like swirl it like you would some wine and you get a lot of oak. I feel like <laughs> now that I swirled it, like <laughs> I, I smell the oak. But <laughs> right away when I just grabbed this sample, um, I smelled sweet and vanilla. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and take a taste and I will tell you what you're tasting. Charred oak flavor that is complemented with sweet brown sugar, a touch of black pepper and dried fruit to round it out. Now, did you get any of that? I'll let you answer while I... <laughs> Well, you're making faces over there. It's burning right under my nose, (laughs) like in my mouth, like at the top of the roof of my mouth. It like burns or maybe I guess at the back and it's burning through my nose. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I just drink a whole old fashioned with it and it. Yeah. The finish is a pleasant (laughs) lingering charred oak finish with a touch of dried fruit. I actually I taste a lot of dried fruit with it. I don't know exactly sure what kind of fruit, but that's the I'm trying to put my finger on what i'm tasting mm-hmm. and then i'm like 
it is dried fruit. It it's tastes oaky. like a dried fruit. I taste a lot of oak with it. Um, a little spice. I you got to do. You have to try it three times. My rule with any right. whiskey or bourbon is take three sips of it and then you taste it. Well, I feel like I drink enough bourbon that I don't. Because that's like any whiskey. It's kind of a shock to your taste buds. No, it it is even okay, Justin. <laughs> Even if you are accustomed to drinking whiskey, it's still the first time you take a sip of something to get the full flavor of the bourbon, your mouth needs to be exposed to it three times. Okay. Well, that that was my my third. It tasted (laughs) the same as the first. No. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) It's it's interesting. We now compared to when I first had Basil Hayden Mm -hmm. to now, I have had many more whiskeys. This was kind of a like I wouldn't, it's not obviously my first whiskey I've had, it is but it was by far not your first whiskey you've had. If we're being honest here. No, but it was Last one of. Last year you bought a bottle of it. Yeah. It was like one of the ones no, that I. Two years ago. Two years. Yeah. It was one of the, um, the whiskeys I feel like I knew and that I had tried straight. I've had a lot more since. I, I don't know what I think. What do you think? Go ahead. I have honest opinion here. Cause that's what I'm about. Right. I like it better in an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. The neat. There are some whiskeys we have tried on the show that it's like, wow, I would drink this neat. No cocktail required. This, it is not bad. It is, it leaves like a little, it has a burn a little bit to it in your mouth. It is, it's smooth, but it does have a little bit of a bite to it. I don't know how to explain it. It's really good in an old fashioned though. Yeah. The old fashioned was good. Um, they're, they're, cask finish one is like a thousand times better i would drink that, that right so from the bottle different. i know it's different i'm saying it's finished as in a red straight wine drink cask. i don't know if i'm a huge fan of this it's not terrible but it's not something that i'm like oh i have to have that if, if you're I go looking to, to drink something neat i don't think this i think this that there are it. other options that we've yeah. tried that i would go with yeah in an old-fashioned it's really good yeah um i made so if you go hang on so if you go to basilhaydenbourbon.com slash cocktails. Are you going to talk about a new um, bottle or an old bottle that they have and see if you can <laughs> score it? No, <laughs> no. Basil Hayden isn't old enough for that, Justin. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they do go back to 1796. But yeah, anyway, they have a bourbon old-fashioned recipe on their site. And I tried to make our old-fashioned similar to that. Oh, yeah. Now, Mine wants I'm a little upset yeah. And I hate saying this so Uh-oh. often on our show. We didn't have an orange. <laughs> if you're new to the show, there was a whole orange cake I don't know what's situation. wrong with us. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with us. We never have an orange. Well. We do, but we don't. I feel like we buy them, they go bad, and then we don't use our them Our orange percentage rate is getting closer and closer to the 50% mark, and that is not okay. Not acceptable. No. Ooh, the Basil Hayden Boulevardier. Boulevardier is something we just discovered this last year. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, it's not a new drink or anything, but we had our first one this last year. Those are really good with yeah, sweet vermouth. depending where you get it, for um, sure. Anyway, on basilhaydenbourbon.com, they have cocktail recipes and with their bourbon their bourbon old-fashioned um that's how i tried to make ours it's made with two parts basil hayden kentucky straight bourbon whiskey two teaspoons of demerara syrup um three dashes of angostura bitters orange peel which we failed miserably at <laughs> i believe it's pr- pronounced demerara 
So <laughs> in lieu of the orange peel, I used some orange bitters. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's how I made our old fashioned minus the orange peel, add in orange bitters. I felt like it was a really good old fashioned, Justin. And Basil Hayden is great in an old fashioned. In the old fashioned, Justin, what are you trying to say? I want you to agree that my <laughs> drink was good that I made. Yes, it was very good. I, I did enjoy it. Anything else on Basil Hayden? I think that they're a great bourbon and whiskey. They have, along with their bourbon, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, they have their red wine cask finish. They have a dark rye. Um, they have a Basil Hayden's bourbon tenure. Interesting. Um, but yeah, there's different, like, go check them out. Yeah. Try them. Hopefully you like them. I definitely recommend the Basil Hayden bourbon in an old fashioned. Yeah, this is one you can probably find anywhere. I'm going to start a new thing of buy or order, as in buy the bottle or just order it at a restaurant or something. This, this is a buy. If you are a reg- if you like old fashions, this is an order for me. So we'll oh, we'll disagree there. How dare you? <laughs> this is a buy. If you like old fashions, this is a good whiskey in an old fashioned. I just had two old fashions with Basil Hayden this week. One was, yes, Basil Hayden with Four Roses. <laughs> had to be but helped. But it was good. <laughs> yeah. It had to be what? Helped. <laughs> had to no, be helped. How different dare whiskey. you? <laughs> Justin, this is our second bottle because you liked the first bottle so well. I have such refined tastes <laughs> since then. <laughs> no, it's good. It's really good in an old fashioned. Yeah. There's nothing extremely special about our old fashioned tonight, and it tastes really good. We're also missing an orange, which you know I don't like to drink old fashions without an orange peel, and this is really good. So, if y'all could see <laughs> the face of attitude she was giving me there with, you know I don't like drinking these with. Um, anyways, yeah. Thank you for checking out the podcast, especially if you're new. If you're not new, thank you for coming back repeatedly. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. All that stuff helps us so much. Yes. So much. Um, come back every week. Check us out. We got a big special guest next mm-hmm. week. We are so excited for next week. Yes. Which is why we're keeping it a, a secret. Um, I feel like it's huge for old-fashioned football. Yeah, for and sure. And just something that I didn't some I didn't think we'd get to this stage in our podcast so quickly. Right. <laughs> if, if that's how you want to put it. We do this because we enjoy it. It's fun for us. We love getting together, talking about fantasy football, drinking an old-fashioned, trying all these new whiskeys. Um, it's something we like to do together, even if we're throwing punches when we talk about <laughs> fantasy football, getting aggravated. Dur- I get so These, aggravated with you during the season. It, it, draft <laughs> night is when she gets the most aggravated with me. We can't sit me. together during draft night. This is it's f- like a rule. We must be in separate rooms. And then we still sometimes yell at each other across the house. These are um, like figurative punches, not literal punches, just no, so everybody's violent. aware. We're not throwing punches. <laughs> we <laughs> Verbal <fake>. punches, maybe. <laughs> During draft um, night, yes, maybe. But no, this it's exciting. To, please tune in next week because yeah. it's going to be a different show for us, but so much fun. Yes. And next exciting. week will be a little bit of fantasy football, but a lot of it's going to be about our guests mm-hmm. and just interviewing our guests. Same in two weeks. We're going to have some fantasy football, but we're going to be interviewing the Whiskey Jesus, master distiller of Savage and Cook. Yes. Um, he, I'm really excited. He calls himself the Whiskey Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So that's like his handle on IG and everything. I'm excited to talk with him as well. Yes. So um, exciting things. And we got more guests mm-hmm. 
It's coming up. So make sure you subscribe so you know when those guests are there. Set that little auto-download feature. That's awesome and helps as well. And yeah. And, um, and follow us. Follow Old Fashioned Football on Twitter at Old Fashioned FB. Follow Justin at JMark Football. Follow me at JMark's Wifey. Um, yeah. We love the interaction with you guys. So reach out to us, ask us questions, give us suggestions. And I have to thank the anonymous listener who sent me this very, very old bottle of Four Roses. I'm still in shock at this gift. It is amazing. I'll post a photo of it on Twitter. Yeah. So if you're following me or old fashioned football, I'll, I'll, I'll post it on both. You'll see it. And I love it. So thank you again to whoever sent this to me. This is awesome. And Miranda, my old fashioned, it's it's gone. Well, it's gone because you had to chug <laughs> <laughs> to, to race me to the finish. Mine's gone as well because I also chugged to race you to the finish. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.